Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Good morning, everyone. Hey, welcome to the show and thanks. Thanks for joining us here today on Conscious Talk. It's radio that makes a difference and we make a difference in all different ways, spiritually, emotionally, physically, alternatively, environmentally, and we also make a difference in political things that are important for us. Well, here's something that we heard last weekend that really struck home with us and We caught a little bit of the Time Magazine 100 Most Influential People, and we were really struck by the librarian that spoke. And I think the key to what she said was, reading is freedom. You hear a lot of talk about freedom. Well, reading is freedom. Uh, Among other choices that have been taken away or are threatened, voting, female health issues, uh, you know, reading is seems to be the big throwback. <laughs> and it's so important that we all stay educated and understand what's going on. So freedom is reading. So stand up. Stand up and let your voices be heard for book banning. There's no reason in God's green earth that we need to book ban in this country. So stand up for your children, for you. We need books, and we want to stand up for our librarians and our libraries. And this woman was highly inspirational. Well, now that it is that season of the year where the sun is finally out here in the Northwest, our thoughts go to sunscreens. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of them just are not that great for you, but we have the resource. Go to the Environmental Working Group, which is ewg.org. If you uh, click on Consumer Guides, you can check out their sunscreen recommendations as well as uh, tips for reducing your diet's climate footprint now that it's almost on summer. Yes, and also we want to be aware of climate uh, footprints, people, because we have a heavy-duty one in this country and probably around the world, and we need to keep reducing as we can. So we want to do that. Just want to let you know that signing petitions and making your voices heard makes a difference because there's a major insurance company that will no longer support oil companies to drill in the Arctic. This is really, really good news. We want to continue down that path as well. Well, we've got a great show lined up for you, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk, so our cute animal friends, both domestic and wild, give us so much. But what about the animals that scare us? Perhaps there are ways they serve us that you haven't imagined. Well, we'll have a chat with Don Bauman Brunke, author of Shadow Animals, how animals we fear can help us heal, transform, and awaken. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. We... In our mission is to give people back to themselves. And we do this through one listener at a time. And that listener is you. Well, our special guest today is Dawn Bauman Brunke. She's a writer and editor who specializes in the areas of healing, dreaming, spirituality, animal communication, and deepening our connection with all life. She's the author of Animal Voices, Telepathic Communication in the Web of Life, Shape-Shifting with Our Animal Companions, and Animal Voices. Now, um, what got our attention was her newest book, Shadow Animals, How Animals We Fear Can Help Us Help, Can Help Us, I'm sorry, Heal, Transform, and Awaken. Dawn, welcome to Conscious Talk. Hi, Rob and Brenda. Thanks so much for having me. So I'm very curious, Dawn, that how did you come to work with shadow animals? I mean, we normally wouldn't think of shadow animals. You know, we just wouldn't even think of that. But you have 
have really written a really good book about it. Oh, thanks so much. Well, uh, the book actually came, uh, was inspired by my last, my book before that, which was called Awakening the Ancient Power of Snake. And that book was born of a dream that I had. I was, I had a, a, a really bad back. It was actually on the winter solstice and I had a really bad back pains. I was in bed and I was thinking, um, you know, what do I need to know? What, what can I do here? And I saw, I was kind of in a semi-dream state, right? And I saw this amazing, huge head of a snake. And it was archetypal, you know, just larger than life, very ancient looking. And it began a dialogue with me about snakes, about the roles humans have uh, had with snakes throughout the ages. I didn't know a lot of this. Um, but, and I had a series of dreams that's all in the book. I won't, it's a kind of a long story, so I won't go into it now, but the short version is, is that that dream experience, um, really inspired me to learn more about snakes. And when I did, I was astounded. I was astounded how this animal that most people are very, you know, fearful of and kind of, uh, almost think of in derogatory ways used to be, uh, considered the most, uh, the wisest of all creatures. Mm. And we see snake uh, connected with gods and goddesses and royalty in Egypt through all cultures. Mm -hmm. And really, snake is a, almost a premier shadow animal. I didn't kind of think of that term then, but it's an animal that many people feel distanced from, um, unconnected with, you know, fearful of, as I said, hateful even of sometimes. And working with Snake and writing that book made me realize how important shadow animals are to us and, and to humans, you know, as a part of our awakening, as a part of our, evolu our spiritual evolution. And it was a really interesting timing because I got this idea to work on shadow animals right kind of as the pandemic came in. So, um, you know, we were all kind of forced to go within and uh, stay at home. And it was a wonderful time for writing about shadow, about, mm. you know, what it is within ourselves that we fear, that we're uncomfortable around. Um, and that kind of obstructs us from uh, really knowing ourselves at deeper levels. You know, Dawn, I have to just share this. Um, I was always afraid of snakes. Like you said, most people are. Mm -hmm. And when I was living in L.A., I had an opportunity to be around a person who had a, I believe it was a boa constrictor, mm -hmm. and he had it in a group grouping that we had, and I got to hold this beautiful snake. It was silky, unlike I thought a snake's skin would mm -hmm. be, mm -hmm. and um, it was a she, and she put her little head, you know, face right up near mine, and her little tongue was darting, and he was explaining that's how they smell a person and communicate that way, and I just fell in love with her, and I, I from then on, I didn't have the fear of snakes that I had before, just being exposed to that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that's such a common experience. Uh, and we, we had, uh, when I was writing the book, we had uh, two snakes, We uh, they were rescue snakes. So one was a ball python and one was a corn snake, a beautiful orange corn snake. And that's my experience, too, is that people would come over and, you know, some would be very, very fearful of the snakes. But once they saw how we interacted with them, they oftentimes asked to hold them. And and it is it's such a huge shift from, you know, we have these stereotypical ideas of snakes and snakes are bad and scary. And, you know, um, we have all kinds of weird projections on them on what they feel like. But as you say, snakes are satiny, silky. They're they're beautiful to feel and to feel them move over your hands is just an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. And so often I think, um, uh, you know, phobias are, are, they're just based on ignorance, huh? They're just, we yeah. don't know yeah. a lot about the animal. We just have yeah. this belief that it's scary. But as soon as we open our eyes to it or hold a snake or, or embrace it in some way, um, the idea, you know, of being with an animal that we are fearful of, it changes everything, huh? Mm -hmm. we, we shift yeah. fear to fascination. And as you say, we can fall in love with the snake, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I always kind of looked at the Judeo-Christian thing and the demonizing of the snake, you know, the mm -hmm. serpent, um, as, you know, their way of kind of pulling people away from more of the natural uh, religions, etc. 
And Mm -hmm. so it's more like a propagandistic thing in that way. But forgetting politics, what about, (laughs) you know, the reason that we picked up the book was that we've been talking a lot over the years about our shadow side Mm -hmm. and how we need to embrace it. And Mm -hmm. so shadow animals being representative in some ways of a lot of those fears, et cetera, um, you know, that's how they're teaching us. Am Mm -hmm. I right on this? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I I, I also have always been interested in the shadow. And maybe we should just say for your audience, you know, that's kind of a, a Jungian term about all of the stuff within us that we feel uncomfortable with, that we... uh, you know, we may be embarrassed about that we don't like to look at that all gets kind of pushed down into the basement of our psyche, huh? And with stuff right. we don't want to see. So how to deal with that? Um, my background is in working with animals. And my experience of animals as teachers is that they're generally very supportive of us, very helpful. And so I thought, you know, that's a great combination is is looking at animal teachers, of which shadow animals are a subset, as a way to help us humans um, look at and kind of come more face to face with our own shadow self. So, yeah, that's really what the book is. And, you know, the reason I wrote the book is or the central premise, I guess, is by better understanding those animals that we fear or dislike we can learn more about what we unconsciously fear or dislike in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I want to make it really clear to our listening audience that what you actually mean by shadow animals isn't the animal carrying a shadow, but Mm -hmm. they're animals that we fear. And Mm -hmm. it really relates to right back to what you just said. We fear what's inside of us. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're afraid of uncovering those places in us that are dark and more intense, etc. cetera, uh, thinking there's something wrong with us or that we're really bad people. And none of that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just last night I had to take our um, dust mop with the, the <laughs> extending dust mop and reach up high on the wall of the, our bedroom um, because I got to tell you, Brenda is a does not like spiders much. She's a, she doesn't like them crawling around in the house. So we, we're always sending them to the outside. Yeah, you know? and it's not that I don't <laughs> like them. I am a bit afraid of them a little. Yeah. But mostly I don't like the crawling aspect <laughs> if, um, you know, they get on your bed at night and you're not aware of it. And that's why if I have one, in the, well, we don't kill them at all. We just put them in our little thing and take them outside and release them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. So let's just get back to that, that, that key point, which is uh, the animals aren't, aren't, uh, aren't necessarily holding our shadow. It's we who project our shadow onto the animals. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that's why different people have different shadow animals, you know, for you, Brenda, a uh, spider is, you know, maybe a shadow animal for you. It holds something that you're uncomfortable with that little mm-hmm. scurrying or the, the moving around, um, Whereas other people have no problems at all with spiders, but don't like alligators, for example, or, you know, rats or whatever it is. We have kind of some collective shadow animals in the West, you know, like rats, bats, snakes, spiders. Mm -hmm. Uh, But every individual person will have their own individual shadow and thus their own shadow animals. Yeah. And again, the animals are reflecting this. They're reflecting our shadow to us. They're not necessarily. Well, we're here with... We're here with Dawn Bauman Brunke. We're talking about her new book, Shadow Animals, How Animals We Fear Can Help Us Heal, Transform, and Awaken. You can go to her website, animalvoices.net, animalvoices.net to learn more. But we're going to be back right after these messages. So stay tuned. We have a lot more to come. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa. Wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, 
but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures. And in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of Energetic Balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Conscious Talk, the real meal deal. It's not always easy for women to achieve better health, especially these days. The key is to work smarter, not harder. Be wise about weight loss and workouts. Eat strategically and take your supplements. I'm best-selling nutrition author Kat James. I've learned firsthand that probiotics are key to women's health. They protect your digestion, your immune system, your skin. They support balanced hormonal levels. And very important for both women and men, they counter the buildup of bad bacteria and yeast in our bodies. Researchers have even found that probiotics promote a more positive mood and mental sharpness due to the gut-brain axis. The one I take, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. It's a superior formula with prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics, a smart advantage in these challenging times. Find Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics through Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other natural health retailers, also available online. What does healing mean to you? Are you physically in pain, emotionally distraught, spiritually adrift, mentally confused, frightened, driven by thoughts of the past or future? After years of healing work on ourselves and others, Rob and I have developed energetic and vibrational methods to help you heal your body and transform your consciousness to support a new level of well-being and health. All these energetic bodies, when in balance, physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental, contribute to your overall health and well-being. This timing calls for us to wake up and become who we really are, leaving behind the illusion that getting sick and old is normal. Let us help you reach a new level of health and well-being, a level of consciousness that is filled with new possibilities. If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And, you know, we always remind you that if you miss part of uh, part of the show, you know, this is drive time. You're on your way to work. And some of you, you know, got to be there before the show's over. So you can always go to ConsciousTalk.net. You know, every show we do is going to be in our archives, and every guest we have will have a guest page. Just put their name or the date of the show in the search engine. And also, um, if you can't do that, you're on the road, you've got your mobile device, hey, check out the podcast on any of the major podcasting services like um, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify. We love Spotify because they list all the shows so easily. But there you go. So we are here with um, Dawn Brunke. We're talking about her book, Shadow Animals. It's how animals we fear can help us heal, transform, and awaken. To find out more about Dawn, you can go to animalvoices.net. So, Dawn, um, in your book, you tell a story about when you were young and you had an experience with a cat. Can you share that with us? Yeah, yeah. It's I, I did this story because, you know, uh, just again to kind of emphasize that no animal is a shadow animal itself. We, we make it that way, you know. They're the outer world surfaces onto which we project our shadow. So to find your shadow animal, you just look at the animals you fear or uncomfortable with. 
And what's interesting is sometimes our shadow animals find us. And this was the case with me. I was about nine years old. I went with my mother and my sister to visit a friend of my mom's who lived a little ways away. So we we're going to spend the night. And um, this lady had cats. Now, I had always been a dog person. I didn't dislike cats, but I love dogs. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so she had three cats and that was fine. Um, and, you know, we had we had a nice time there, spent the night. Early in the morning, I got up and I went downstairs to get a glass of milk. I, I went to the refrigerator and there standing in front of the refrigerator was the eldest cat. It was a great, uh, a gray cat, a dark gray cat, had bright green eyes. And it was just sitting there in front of the refrigerator as if guarding it. And it was looking at me in a very <laughs> deliberate way. And I had that eerie sense that this cat knew something about me, maybe something I didn't know or couldn't know. And I, I, all I remember is that, you know, a sudden movement, I screamed, I ran up the stairs, I jumped in my mom's <laughs> bed. The cat never touched me, you know, and, and people, we kind of made fun of it. Oh, Dawn's afraid of cats, haha. But something significant had happened with that. And when I look back, I go, that was my first experience with a shadow animal. Now, at nine years old, I didn't have the concept of a shadow animal. And again, I didn't dislike cats. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't suddenly, you know, hate that cat. It was nothing like that, but my body had a, a, a different opinion. It had a reaction and a very short while, I think was within a couple days of that, I developed an allergy against cats. Mm -hmm. I got really itchy eyes, stuffy nose. Mm -hmm. I had to wash my face and hands and I just, and over the years, this just, that just stayed, huh? And, um, I, I realized it's just easier to stay away from cats, you know, which I did for years and years and years, <clears throat> excuse me. And then in college, I had a really interesting dream. I dreamed about a cat. It was always sitting, um, in a particular way. One time I remember on top of a refrigerator, another time in a chair, kind of by a table. And it was always silent watching me. Mm. And these dreams caused me to remember that early experience and to kind of revisit it. You know, um, what did cat perceive in me that I didn't know about? What did I fear so much that my body defended itself by developing this allergy? And as I started to ask questions like this, that cat became my teacher or my guide. Mm. And I think that is really the value of working with shadow animals is that we can discover what we have forgotten, what we have suppressed. You know, we can begin to identify the source of our fears. And by doing so, we start to bring that material up from our psyche, from the basement of our being, huh? And um, uh, face it. And I think by doing that, we start to realize, wow, there's some strengths hidden in there. There's some abilities that I had forgotten about, you know, mm -hmm. wisdom that was put aside long ago. Mm -hmm. So once we embrace our shadow animal, it can become a powerful guide and really a trusted ally. That cat became a very trusted ally um, in my adventures, you know, um, in everyday life and in the dreamscape. And I still rely on that cat in many ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool yeah. because when I was very young, Dawn, I was five years old my parents gave me a little white kitten. It was, mm. I don't even, it was very, very little, very young. <clears throat> and they had tied a yellow ribbon around its neck. And I was outside playing with it. And my mother called me in. And so I thought, instead of, I don't know why, instead of picking this kitten up, I took that ribbon and I, left part of it around its neck and wrapped it a second time and then tied it to the swing set. Mm. Didn't realize that that kitten would try to get free and it strangled. Mm. And it was so devastating for me that after that, I wanted nothing to do with cats. <laughs> I carried a lot of guilt and shame about that for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And then several years ago, I was in meditation asking about an animal spirit guide, and what do you think showed up? A black panther with <laughs> a big one, big one with green eyes. Uh, she said her name was Sheba, and uh -huh. she was here to guide me. And she's been in and out of my life ever since. Yeah, mm -hmm. and what's really interesting when when Brenda and I first met, I had a pile of cats at the time. I think about somewhere between five and seven because mm -hmm. I always had a herd. 
Um, and the first time uh, Brenda spent the night, I think they all surrounded her. <laughs> you know, they were they were going to teach her something. Yeah. And uh, you know, and since then she's been just fine. And we oh, fine. I'm a, a lot I, of cats. I adore cats now, <laughs> yeah. big and small. I'm yeah. like crazy about them now. Yeah, but look, there's a. Um, I I kind of mentioned there's a cultural thing that goes on, and you know, which I kind of consider the, the propaganda or our our miseducation about a lot of animals and and you've been a dog lover we used to have a big black shepherd named mm-hmm. emily uh, and uh, emily was uh, extremely friendly and really seemed to pick up on people but terrorized people that were afraid of shepherds mm-hmm. and a lot of that was built in and we've seen that with different breeds with dobermans with rottweilers now with pit bulls which are just you know great great animals um, mm-hmm. The problem is always the people is how we mm-hmm. look at it. You know, you got to train the people, not the animal. Um, so h- how much does the cultural thing play a part and how important is that? Well, I, I mean, obviously it does play a part and, you know, different animals react, or I'm sorry, different humans. Well, we're animals right. too, different human animals uh, and cultures react to or, or, or hold, you know, animals in different ways, Right. So, yes, there's also always going to be a cultural bias and there's always going to be, you know, I would say also family bias, you know, Um, um, certain families, you know, like, for example, my family, my dad's whole side of the family, they have an extreme snake phobia. In fact, my dad didn't come to visit me for three whole years because I had we had snakes in our house and he just he just would not come. I said, what if I, you know, keep him in one room? No, nope, I can't do that. I can't do that. He couldn't tell me why he was fearful of snakes. It was mm-hmm. that ingrained, you know, mm-hmm. in him from his family. And um, uh, uh, so, yeah, I, I think the answer is yes. Every, every, we're, we're, we're influenced, you know, we're influenced by the media. You know, think of how, how snakes are often portrayed in, in uh, films, you know, <laughs> right, right, guys, right, 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 right. <laughs> Just talk to Indiana guys. Jones. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Rats as well, bats. You know, so so yeah, we have a kind of a cultural in the West, um, you know, predisposition to kind of project on those animals our our fears, our anxieties, um, and and that does vary from culture to culture, family to family, individual to individual. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, look, you mentioned um, here was this cat that sat in front of the refrigerator that you were aimed for. Um, mm-hmm. And we often talk, we love looking up the meaning of animal totems and things when they cross our path. We live in an area with lots of winged, you know, lots of birds, lots of uh, four-legged creatures, mm-hmm. um, you know, from cougars to coyotes to weasels, you know, the whole thing, all of which we run across and look up. Do you think, um, and of course, we take that as a message from the God, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm. from the universe often. Do you think that that plays a role too, uh, aside from our projections? Well, yeah, and I think most books like that, and I've I've written some of those kind of directories or dictionaries or, or you know, uh, compilations of what different animals mean uh, mythologically, biologically to different cultures. So, yeah, I, I, I do think that that, um, you know, that's a helpful resource. Um, when I teach classes in, in animal communication, I often do a thing where uh, it's kind of a, a voyage to meet an animal spirit and, and, and other ones to meet animal messengers. And I always encourage people, you know, before you look it up, spend some time to think about what does this animal mean to me? What is my visceral reaction to this animal? What, what are my thoughts about it? What comes to mind when I think about that animal? And, you know, to kind of deepen in ourselves about what this animal presents to us and then look up, you know, uh, how that animal's presented in myth, um, what its special gifts are in, in the environment, in the world, um, and to kind of put that all together. So, yeah, I think that's all a part of um, an animal's medicine, quote unquote, you know, that we could talk about an animal's teaching in the world. Right. That's great. Yeah. Well, we're going to take another quick break here. We're with Don Bauman Brunke. The book is Shadow Animals. We'll be right back. 
Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. We put the power in probiotics. We were the first to emphasize the importance of postbiotic metabolites in creating and maintaining the biodiversity of flora in the gut microbiome for optimal digestion, gut, brain, immune, and hormonal health. Multi-year fermentation is key in producing the postbiotic metabolites that are found in exceptional probiotics like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Healthy fruits and vegetables are fermented, resulting in over 500 postbiotic metabolites for optimum digestive and immune support. So don't rely on a simple claim that the product has 50 billion or more CFUs. That is not the hallmark of how to gauge a powerful probiotic. Instead, look for diversity. Look for fermentation. Look for postbiotics. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at fine health retailers everywhere and online. There's great benefit to raising consciousness in your environment. You feel a higher sense of well-being, sleep and meditate more deeply, boost your natural healing ability, increase focus, concentration, and creativity. You can have these results in your living and working space with Focused Life Force Energy Innovations. Experience Focused Life Force Energy for yourself in a free 15-day trial with no strings attached. To apply, go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on Conscious Part at the top of the homepage. Rob and I are on this program and loving it. We feel more joy and happiness, a higher sense of well-being, and we're sleeping better. And we've also noticed our animals are more playful and energetic. Make your home a healing sanctuary or take the good feelings, high consciousness energy with you on your cell phone with the FLFE program. Don't forget to get your free trial today at ConsciousTalk.net in the Conscious Partners section. Conscious Talk Radio. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what Power pH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient, BioPH, helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising, giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how PowerPH relieves soreness the next day, so you'll feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. PowerPH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If PowerPH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA, BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, PowerPH reduced body acid 53% on average while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference Power PH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com. Wherever you go. Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We're so happy that you're joining us here today on Conscious Talk. It's really radio that makes a difference, and we're making a difference today because we're bringing to you um, Donna, excuse me, Dawn Bauman Brunke. It's Shadow Animals, How Animals We Fear Can Help Us Heal, Transform, and Awaken is the book. It's a great book. You can learn more about Dawn by going to animalvoices.net. So, Dawn, um, let's let's discover a few of those shadow things that might come up for people. You uh, were afraid of a cat. What uh, might come up around a cat for people that are afraid of cats? What shadow might be lurking there for them to discover and heal? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, I'll just I'll just go back to that story about the cats and how. Oops, sorry, it became a, a kind of a guide and a teacher to me. And I um, I was working on a project. I was ready, doing a, a tarot deck, and I knew that I wanted cat to be the high priestess, and mm -hmm. that's the you know the the traditional high priestess. But in in my deck, it was animal related, and and um, I called that card the knower of secrets. Because to me, that's what cat represented. Cats, I think, you know, um, if we look at the stories of cats and the mythology of cats and how cats are, it's almost as if they know they're in tune with something um, secretive, mysterious. And so that as a teacher and a cat could come in as a knower of secrets and help us in that way. So if cat was your shadow animal, you're afraid of, of, of cat, you might start by asking that, you know, what, what, what secrets do I have? <laughs> right. Yeah, what right. do I find secretive in the world? You know, um, maybe you can answer this question a little bit more general way because I have kind of a basic thing that people can do um, uh, if you're willing to look at a shadow animal. In other words, let's say you have its cat or or bat or spider, right? So, how do you actually deal with that shadow animal? And I think it has to be kind of the beginning is a willingness to dig deep and to be honest. So you really just ask yourself, what is it that really irritates me or angers me or frightens me about this animal? And am I, am I willing to look beneath the projection, beneath the surface, huh? So we really have to have an open mind to earnestly consider what is this animal presenting to us? And, you know, even, even like a cat, it's going to have shadow aspects that are different to each individual because we're all different individuals. And we all have different aspects of shadow, right? Mm -hmm. So a couple things you can do is to observe that animal, you know, through documentaries, through in the wild, um, to kind of write down your thoughts about it, your experiences, your dreams. Do you have any past dreams about this animal? Look at it in myth and legend. And then kind of, you know, ask yourself some really interesting questions. You know, now that I've gathered this information, it leads me to a larger understanding of an animal how does this fit now with my life, with whatever I'm going through? What does this shadow animal present to me? Huh? So it's really a process of questioning ourselves and deep and in the process of doing that, we deepen ourselves, huh? Yes. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a, it's a really great exercise to go through to discover what, like you said, what lies deeper within us. It's it's really a very good way to know who we are, to mm -hmm. you know, to really discover. And I really want to impress on our listeners, and I know you agree with this, Dawn, that none of this is negative. Mm -hmm. Nothing. There's not anything wrong with us, because that really hampers people from looking deeper, as they think there's something wrong with them. This is a negative thing that they're crazy, whatever. And I really, right. you know, we really, like you said, you have to have an open mind and I believe an open heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes, I agree as well. I agree yeah. As well. And I think the, the, the key, I mean, we talk to people all of the time about um, actually being in their feelings. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there are so mm -hmm. many healing methodol methodologies where, you know, that's important because you, you, you need to experience things before you let them go through or they won't, <laughs> you know, I if so you, re agree. if you yes. resist yes. them, um, right. then you're kind you're stuck with them, you know, and then right. they become part of a pattern. And mm -hmm. so it's so important when you encounter an animal, um, you know, like your cat in front of the refrigerator or our cat that just walked in and looked at us indignantly um, <laughs> because, you know, she would like to play outside on a sunny day and what, what's up with us. Um, you know, how do you feel about that? You know, mm -hmm. and I had to really like just calm myself quickly because I was thinking, oh, my God, she's going to jump on a microphone or something. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's my reaction. She just looked at me, you know, funny and then ran off. So, uh, you know, it's how you feel and then being with right. that feeling. So, well, hold on, folks. Hold on to those feelings you've got about animals because we'll be back with more with Don Brunke and Shadow Animals. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut. 
or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Click your heels together three times. Now you know you're not in Kansas anymore. You're listening to Conscious Talk. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Conscious Talk, and today we're making a difference in the realm of animals and our relationship with them. And, you know, there's a great book out there. It's called Shadow Animals, How Animals We Fear Can Help Us Heal, Transform, and Awaken. It's by Don Brundke. B-R-U-N-K-E. If you want to find out more about Dawn, you can go to animalvoices.net. So, Dawn, let's uh, continue a little more follow-up on how can people work with shadow animals? Right, right. So we were talking briefly about uh, what I call ask interesting questions. You know, is there some part of me that relates to this animal that I'm fearful of or anxious around or uncomfortable around, and I don't know why, right? So let's say you're, you're, um, let's say your shadow animal or an animal you feel uncomfortable with is bats. You know, ooh, I don't like how bats hang upside down in caves, <laughs> right? That's spooky. So perhaps you start opening your mind and go, hmm, what is it about caves being in the dark? Is there something I don't like about that? The way it hangs upside down. Hmm. Do I need to view life from a different perspective? Do I need to invert some things? Right? Maybe you're impressed by, let's say, spider, uh, or you're interested in spiders, and what creeps you out is spider webs, huh? And you know, a spider is kind of known as, if you do a brief look at myths, is the cosmic designer, huh? Mm-hmm. So maybe we ask ourselves, is my web of life in need of repair? You know, what threads am I not connecting? What are loose? What's loose? What threads are loose in my life? What are too tight? Um, I'll give you one more example. Let's say with snake, Um, you know, snakes, snake often helps us with transition and often shows up in powerful ways in dreams and people who are transitioning from one phase of their life to another. Um, and, and that makes sense because snakes shed their skin in very dramatic ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that would be a question that if that particular aspect of snake frightens you or makes you uncomfortable, maybe you should ask, you know, or could ask, uh, am I getting ready to shed my skin? You know, am I ready to release old holes and transform and move into a new skin, a new way of being? Right. So mm-hmm. I always encourage people, you know, allow your questions to flow, to get really creative um, if that's not your thing, you know, you can meditate with the animal and dialogue with it. You can do a visualization or a dream or guided imagery, daydream with the animal. 
Um, one thing I talk about, I, I have uh, uh, little uh, exercises at the end of each chapter. So there's 13 mm -hmm. different exercises you can do that are kind of inspired by the animals that I, I talked about in that, uh, in that section, in that chapter. Uh, but one of the things is, for example, to create an altar to your shadow animal. Mm -hmm. um, and I find that I have little tiny altars all over my house. It's a way of bringing that animal's gifts, you know, into your everyday life to see it to remind yourself that you're working with this animal um, and to kind of honor it in a way, huh? Mm -hmm. So it's all of it. You can, again, you can move like your animal. You can you wear jewelry and it's likeness. I often do that too. When I'm writing a book, when I wrote about snake, I had some snake jewelry I wore. It's, it's nothing magical about the necklace or the bracelet, but it's always to deepen in awareness with the animal and with yourself. Hmm? Yeah. Very yeah. symbolic, very symbolic with those, yeah. you know, wearing, wearing the jewelry, etc. Yeah, yeah, and just talking about, um, you know, talking about animals and how much they really give us. Uh, we've been lucky um, recently for the last so many years, we've been working with horses. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, literally hands-on with horses, riding horses, but doing a lot of healing work. And yeah, I, I think I've learned more because I, I did not grow up with horses. Brenda did. Mm. Um, but I've gotten so much from them because mm -hmm. I learned about myself, how I move yeah. and how they respond and 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 how I'm communicating everything with my body because they're so body conscious. Right. I right. mean, you think yeah. of think of a twelve hundred pound animal that can flick a particular small muscle where there's a fly bug in it you know? so <laughs> right. so right. they have that kind of control um so you know that's always been not necessarily shadow although sometimes i i have found that you know when i'm in a place that is you know not the most productive calm, calm and productive so to speak they don't react well yeah, so mirror, they're mirroring. Yeah. Huh? Horses, yeah. you know, there's a long history of humans observing how intuitive horses are, how in mm -hmm. tune with us they are. Um, and working with horses, you know, aligning yourself with that horse, it's really a fine-tuning mirror, huh? Of like yeah. you say, yeah. move, how you how you think, how you are, how you be, huh? Right? Mm -hmm. In your energy. Um, and horses have an excellent, well, many animals have an excellent ability to reflect that to us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I have a brother that's terribly afraid of horses and mm. I never, there, there's never a re, you know, I can't find anything, but he is very hidden yeah. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, you know, I get it. It's like, because horses know it all, <laughs> know exactly what he's feeling. So, mm. you know, that's mm -hmm. a great example. I mean, if he would do that kind of work and, and, you know, bring horse into his life, I'll bet it would change him. Mm. So I have a question for you, Don. Yes. Um, what is, what do you consider the most dangerous animal of all? <laughs> well, obviously you've read my book because yeah. yep. that's, that's chapter 13. I loved having yep. it. Chapter 13, uh, the most dangerous animal of all. Hmm. Would that be humans? Yeah, that would be the people. That would be the one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you know I'm, not, I'm not being flip about it, but, um, no. you know, I'm, my background is as an animal communicator. I've been doing this for 20 years, um, helping people kind of connect with their animals and to learn more and to understand them in better ways. And really, uh, 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 so many animals um, that I've, I've uh, worked with um, have commented that, you know, we don't always understand humans. You know, you say yeah. one thing, but your body reads another. You know, yep. and I think I think we are that way where we tend to be a little bit on the emotionally incongruent side, huh? Mm -hmm. So we're saying one thing, we're doing another, we have a lot of kind of inner agendas, you know, um, and and uh, yeah, as a as a species, we're not the most uh, centered, grounded, um, you know, aware species they are again, not to get down on humans, because we've done some amazing things as well. We we you know, we kind of run the spectrum, however. And it does seem like we're in a, a phase now of, um, you know, really needing to up our game and to come to a deeper part in ourselves that uh, recognizes, um, 
we're a participant here, huh? On mm -hmm. Earth with yeah. other species and other beings. Yes, and, and, yes. Yeah. I, I, I wish people could remember that we're really stewards on this planet. We're not mm. here to conquer or overpower. We're, we're stewards. And that's part, and that's part of all of life here on the planet. And that animals are really sentient beings, mm -hmm. highly intelligent. Many, many of them are very tuned in and emotional, like horses. And yes, it is humans that we carry these agendas around. And I feel animals are pretty tuned in. I pay attention uh, if our cat reacts to somebody in a different way. Or if our dog, when we had our dog, uh, he passed here not too long ago. I pay attention to that around people. That kind of gives me a red flag a little bit. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think animals are, especially animals that live with us, dogs and cats, they're uh, horses. They, they're they really good indicators of, um, you know, uh, everybody's energy. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Well, so if you want to... Um, you know, really work on yourself. We encourage you to start paying attention to the animals around you, whether they live with you or however you interact with them. And, um, you know, pick up this book, Shadow Animals, because the exercises in it are really great. Um, you know, we talk about our shadow side, and we found this to be one of the better ways of illuminating, um, shining a little light on that and learning from it, because as we always say, everything is for you, and the animal kingdom is, uh, you know, has really been here for us in that way. It looks mm. like I have a little more work to do around the spiders yeah. in my life, which I'm going to <laughs> dig in and do. Um, I'm certainly not afraid of them as I was, like I said before, but I, I'm going to look a little deeper, Dawn, and hopefully be able to suss out what that is all about, because it, we can all do this kind of work, and it really helps raise the consciousness for everything on the planet. Well, Dawn, thank you so much for this lovely book. Again, Shadow Animals, How Animals We Fear Can Help Us Heal, Transform, and Awaken. You can go to animalvoices.net to learn more about Dawn, maybe get a reading with your animal, etc. Really appreciate your work here on the planet, Dawn. Thank you so much for joining us. And folks, as always, thank you for joining us. Have a beautiful day. We'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's xlear.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. You're listening to Conscious Talk, the mother of all balms. Now, don't you feel better? When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com.